I'd like to welcome you to Balanced Living. We are going to be talking about the topic today, These Doctors Still Make House Calls. I'm here in the studio today again with Vicki Griffin, and we are going to love this topic. We're going to look at a broad spectrum of ways that God has provided for us to experience healing. Tell us, Vicki, what are we facing today? Well, no matter how you write the prescription, healthcare is expensive. And there's a saying that I have remembered throughout the years, and it's this, we spend the first half of our lives ruining our health to make money, and then we spend the next half spending all our money to get our health back. So the question is, are there some simple practical strategies for reducing healthcare costs, unnecessary sickness, and improving the quality of our lives? That would be the first line of defense. We cannot avoid some of these situations that we get into where we need doctor's care, we need health interventions, we need those services. We're grateful for those. But the first line of self-defense against disease and against unwanted suffering would be the simple remedies that we have been given. And who wouldn't want to live a healthier life and avoid the need for emergency care? And so let's look at some of these principles that we have here today. Well, yes, these are some simple eight doctors. They're mm. natural doctors that are experts in improving physical, mental, and spiritual health. And I think probably at the top of the list, if we were to guess, one of the most important self-care remedies mm. would be the way we care for our bodies in the area of nutrition. Nutrition is so important. I learned so much when I had a knee injury. I couldn't run anymore, and my life was turned upside down as I began to gain weight. And it's like, how can I ever get this weight off? Mm. And I learned all about nutrition and fiber and how to get away from prepackaged things mm. and lower sodium. And I began to lose weight as I began to apply the knowledge of what better eating looked like and what portion size looked like. And it was a real blessing to me. Well, they don't call the produce department the Department of Defense for nothing. <laughs> Those beautiful, fresh garden variety foods, the fruits, grains, nuts, and vegetables provide more flavor, more variety, more nutrition, and even more fun. And they are more affordable mm, than true. some of these other foods. So, so often when we think of food, we think of it in connection with calories and weight. But when it comes to nutrition, the real battle is not for the bulge. It's for the brain. This quote from Nutrition Reviews is so pertinent to our discussion today. The question is, can what you eat influence mental function? This is a quote. The answer is certainly affirmative. If the diet is largely junk food with large amounts of saturated animal fat, the membranes will reflect that diet. They are less flexible, stiffer, and more restrictive to normal enzyme function. So that means that our typical Western diet affects the ability that we have to deal with stress, learn new things, solve problems, and maintain stability in our moods. Well, that would certainly set us up for atherosclerosis and potential heart attacks if we follow that normal American diet. A high blood pressure, too, with all the sodium that's in the foods that are marketed. Yes. These poor eating habits, I call it the chips, chops, and lollipops lifestyle. <laughs> 
it affects every level of mental function and mood, as well as contributing to these major chronic ailments like obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. So we've got to frequent the produce department, and I like to focus on using the plan of addition. What are you already doing that is healthy? What are you eating for breakfast that would be a good choice and you can add to it? So a whole grain, fresh fruits, some nuts, just a handful of nuts of any kind every day will cut your risk of a heart attack significantly, up to 50%. And so little changes can make a big difference. I guess the bottom line is we want to get more of the good stuff. That's for sure. We call it crunch factor, more crunch for lunch, those raw fruits and vegetables and cooked fruits and vegetables and whole grains as well, very important. So fortunately, making healthier choices Mm. has a powerful healing effect on brain-body systems. It affects mood, mental function, learning, and chronic disease. So God has engineered us with that Eden diet. Man was originally created with a vegetarian diet, and at every level of function, it has been shown to be superior. And what a great way to start the day with a good, nutritious breakfast to last you till lunch. And what a blessing good, tasting, healthy, nutritious food is to us. A good exercise would be to just evaluate the colors of the rainbow. When you think of those beautiful colors and the plant foods that are associated with all those colors and start listing and adding to the beautiful palette that God has provided for us. So eating plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains, beans, nuts, and seeds is going to address and confront, reverse, reduce a malady, a plethora of mental and physical ailments, including fatigue, which a lot of people really suffer from. And a really interesting Japanese study showed that when we have higher blood levels of carotenoids, the beta carotenes, the different carotenoids, there are hundreds of different types of carotenoids. We typically think of carrots, beta carotene. Higher blood levels actually reduce sleeplessness, irritability, and impulsivity. So frequent the produce department. Focus on whole grains, beans, and legumes, and eat healthy fats such as nuts, avocados, olives, and that beautiful drizzle of olive oil over that salad. Sounds delicious. But there's other things too. We need to drink more water. We just had a dentist come up at one of our health presentations we were doing. And they said, you know, part of the problem why there's a lot of cavities for some is their mouth is too dehydrated. So if you drink more water, you have more of a cleansing effect on your teeth from the bacteria and you're less likely to get cavities. So let's talk a little bit about water. Very interesting because almost half of our calories are actually coming in the form of sweetened drinks, which is an incredible thing. In fact, just one 12-ounce can of soda pop a day in one year will put 75 cups of sugar into the body and increase your weight by about 15 pounds. So the good news is... If you want to lose 15 pounds and take 75 cups of sugar out of your diet, all you have to do is cut out one can of soda pop a day. Wow. So there's several ways to look at this. So what is water going to do for us? You're Mm. an exercise specialist, Mm -hmm. and you obviously are very tuned into the need for water Mm -hmm. with movement. Mm -hmm. Well, it's going to improve your circulation, and that's really important. It helps to get all the toxins out of your system through that liver, through the kidneys, and aids nutrient and oxygen delivering. It removes toxins, boosts immune health, and reduces fatigue. I remember when I was trained for a marathon one time, I was wondering, why am I always slowing down around mile eight? Why can't I beat this? 
And then I realized I wasn't drinking enough water. And when I started drinking a lot of water, it took me over the top and I just kept right on going. It was a breeze, huh? Yes. Literally. So we want more color, more variety, more flavor, and it will be more fun to get up every day because when you feel better, Mm -hmm. life is better. That brings us to another doctor, another natural doctor that makes house calls, and that is fresh air mm. and exercise. And that is really your bailiwick. That is a yeah. uh, that is your specialty. That's true. When my wife and I, we usually get up around 6.30 or so, and we get on our shoes, and we head out for a three-and-a-half-mile walk. And then I, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays usually is a weightlifting experience for me just to try and keep this aging body in some sort <laughs> of fitness. It's like a friend of mine said, we're all old age positive. However, <laughs> we can keep that equipment in pretty good working condition mentally and physically by getting more movement. You were talking about the green factor, the green effect. Mm-hmm. Tell us. Just being out in nature, there's studies that show that for, I think it was done in Japan, these businessmen, if they would just go out and spend a half an hour, hour out in nature, mm. their blood pressure was less, their stress and anxiety diminished, their clarity of thinking was there. What a blessing that showed to be. So I call that going for a soul stroll. So if you've got the blues, get out under that blue sky. I know that it really works for me. It improves mood, it lowers stress, improved memory, and easier learning. And all of those factors are going to help with problem solving. But the body benefits are also amazing. You know, it's going to help you have the best weights. I just think about how through the last few years, this transition has resulted in losing about 35 pounds wow. for me. Less sickness, more energy, greater strength, sounder sleep. i got to say, too, that my triglycerides dropped to within the normal level when I lost that weight. It's so, amazing. Yeah. So. It's amazing what just a little more movement and a little less junk food can do in terms of quality of life and mental and spiritual clarity. You mentioned that you sleep better when getting good exercise, and having a good sleep routine would certainly be one of those doctors that we need to pay attention to. So sleep is not a necessary evil. It's important to avoid evil. I think of Elijah on Mount Carmel, exhausted, ran into the desert. He needed two meals and two naps before God could speak to him. So talk to us a little bit about the importance of rest. Well, rest is essential. When we talk about rest, we're talking about, you know, as I get older, I'm discovering that you wake up earlier. And so there's some things you have to do to help that along, Mm -hmm. you know, like darken the inside of that window and go to bed at an earlier time for the best hours of sleep before midnight. And exercise will help me to be tired and I will wake up more refreshed if I follow these routines. Yeah, so sleep architecture and having a sleep routine, you're tagging that phrase, a sleep routine. It affects the architecture of the brain, slowing down at night, leaving media alone. Mm -hmm. Wow, that Mm -hmm. is a big one. Why are we checking our emails right before we turn out the light at night? And getting good rest, good regulated rest might be one of the most neglected natural doctors that we have today because of this media barrage and eating late at night, inactivity, Mm -hmm. all of these things, stress. There's a Dutch saying that a clear conscience makes a soft pillow. Uh, We need to be right. We want to try to be right with each other and with God at the end of each day. One researcher, Gregory Belenke, who works with sleep debt studies with military people, he said this, fatigue selectively targets the highest order of cognitive mental functions. Critical thinking becomes impossible. That's the ability to solve problems, the ability to take a set of facts and figure out what to do. And in addition, it can cause some moral dilemmas. 
I know when I was going to university working in physical therapy trade, sometimes you have to study into the night. And I just know that it was like beating your head against the wall to get mm-hmm. some of that stuff in. Right. So, so it definitely is true. So the fatigued brain doesn't discern as much, doesn't care as much, and doesn't resist as much. And that can be a soup mixture for trouble. So we have to have a sleep routine, slowing down, enjoy low-key activities at night, limit that media, and nix caffeine, yes. alcohol, mm-hmm. and late-night eating. It causes an insulin spike that mm-hmm. wakes you up. So what a blessing it is to get these habits under control. And work with your healthcare provider if you're experiencing serious chronic sleep debt and other kinds of mental health challenges. All right, so let's talk about attitude because that factors into all our overall health for certain. Well, I would say that attitude is a little thing, but it sure does make a big difference. Attitude is not to be confused with feeling. Attitude has been defined as the outlook or orientation toward people, situations, or life. So there's a statement here by an anonymous author. It says, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. You won't get far until you change it. Well, we've certainly experienced that. I know that I have, and it's time for our break. All right, we'll be back in a couple seconds. <laughs> 